it's time to meet this season's opening roster for the San Diego Goals. We'll talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. There's a cat staring at me for some reason. What? Why? Why is there a cat staring at me? Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everyone, to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day. A reminder, this podcast is free and available across all platforms, including Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, etc., etc. We're going to get through this one quickly. We're going to have a two for today. We are going to talk first about the San Diego Goals roster. They do play later today in the Midwest. It's an early start time, but we finally have a roster for the goals. And there's a surprise right off the bat. But we'll get to, to that a little bit later. Let's start off with the two goaltenders. This will be similar to how I did the Meet the Ducks podcast. This will be Meet the Goals. This is a 23-man roster, which means three of these gentlemen will be healthy scratched every night. And a bit of a surprise... Only seven defensemen on the opening day roster right now. So that makes it less likely that we'll see 11-7. I mean, we saw that a bunch of times last season. For those of you that follow the San Diego goals, or if you haven't, just to let you know, there was at least a dozen games last season where San Diego went 11-7 for a plethora of reasons. I mean, some of those reasons were COVID-related. Don't forget, we had covid last year, last December, and there was times where they had to go 11 forwards out of necessity because that's all they could dress was 11 forwards. And most of those games wound up as losses for San Diego, which also explained their not-so-great playoff positioning. So I think they're trying to curb that this season by having more forwards than usual. All right, with that being said, The two goalies for this year's San Diego goals are the same two goalies as last year's San Diego goals. That's right. It is the return of the bakery. Lukas Dostal is back as his number one position as the goals goaltender. And backing him up once again, Ole Eriksson Ek. So let's talk about the two goalies really quick. Lukas Dostal is... Like John Gibson in the sense that when he gets the good amount of rest, he is stellar. He is one of the best goaltenders in the American Hockey League and very capable of coming in for about a dozen games up in Anaheim and shutting the door. Or as my buddy John Broadbent would say, closing the bakery. The bakery is closed. So Dostal will get to close the bakery once again for the San Diego goals. Backing him up, Ole Eriksson Ek, the 23-year-old looking to come off of a pretty decent season in San Diego. I expect Eriksson Ek to get about 20 to 25 starts this season, mainly because I think Dostal will get a few games up in Anaheim. Look, John Gibson's not going to play 55 games, nor should he. And Stoli should play a lot more than he is. And I think Dostal will get some time in Anaheim. 
But I also think Dostal's going to wind up with maybe 50 starts in San Diego. He got run to the ground. He did. There was a stretch where Dostal played in 19 consecutive games. 1-9 consecutive games. Remember that? Remember when Dostal was getting start after start, and then Ole Eriksson would get the start, and then he would have a not-so-good outing, and then Dostal would have to come in with about 20 minutes left in the second period. You see where I'm going with this. Dostal would play 40 minutes, so it's not really a night off for Lukash. So that's how he wound up playing 19 in a row. That's not a way to run your goaltender. It simply isn't. So hopefully the goals can give him some more quality time off this season. That way he doesn't have any breakdowns later in the year. All right, defensemen for the San Diego goals. As I mentioned, there are only seven of them. First, let's go in numerical order. We have the former Ontario Reign defenseman, actually former Ontario Reign alternate captain for a few games, Austin Strand. Strand is going to get some very heavy minutes with the San Diego goals. So Strand's coming from the Ontario Reign. Drew Hellison is back. Drew Hellison makes a return as a goals defenseman. Then we have Axel Anderson. Remember that he was picked up on that trade from the Boston Bruins. If I remember correctly, this was part of the Andra Kasha trade that took place three years. I'm pretty sure it was three years ago that that trade took place. No, I take it back. No. Um, yeah, actually, that was the trade because that was when Kasha went to Boston and then Kasha played in the bubble in Boston and then he moved on. And I think Axel Anderson came in the David Backus trade. Actually, I'm sure it was the Backus trade. But I'm sure that was in exchange for Kasha. So anyway, going way back there. Also on the roster is going to be Luca Profaka, who I thought was pretty impressive for the goals in training camp and in preseason. And I I like his game a lot. Uh, Profaka was a free agent. Yeah. I mean, just from what I've seen from him in general, he's a very good defenseman a very responsible defenseman could see some time on the second third line i know he just got signed but from watching watching some film and watching how he controls the back check i think that could be a pretty decent addition to the goals so yeah i like that move then we have nicholas bruyard he makes a return bruyard did spend some games wearing an a and, you know, he's a veteran presence. He's 27 years old. Has about, on average, 19 to 20 minutes on ice. So, a steady defenseman. And will get his shots on goal. So, I like him a lot. Then we have Josh Healy. This is an addition to the San Diego goals. Josh Healy just got signed literally yesterday. Like, really, really new. As soon as I saw that signing, my first thought was, okay, so the goals are going to put someone else down to Tulsa, which they did. I'll talk about that in a second. But hey, you know what? Josh Healy, terrific defenseman. That'd be good to have him around. Then the last player. This one was also kind of a late addition. But he was a free agent. Oli Hualevi. Yeah, another 
I guess, veteran presence on the blue line. Actually, there's a lot of veteran presence on this blue line. Really, the only youngish players are Drew Hellison and Luca Profaka. Everyone else, they're a bit on the older side. Maybe taking a page from the Ontario Reign, and I'll explain that right now. The Ontario Reign just recently signed Alaska native Nate Thompson to a PTO. I think it's an actual contract, but Nate Thompson will be playing in Ontario. So I think San Diego is looking to add a little bit of height. And I think that explains the Ole Joel Levy signing. And that might also explain why they went after Profaka. They need a little bit of size and maybe a little bit of grit too. I mean, that's also why they plucked Austin Strand from the Ontario Reign. So expect a little bit of bruising from the blue line. All right. As the sun will come out tomorrow, uh, let's talk about Bet Online, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And the sun will come out for the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are at a 1 1 tie with the San Diego Padres. Yeah, and imagine being a fan in that series Padres Dodgers. Ooh, boy. Ugh. But let's not talk about baseball. Let's talk about basketball. That's starting soon. The NHL just started this week, and we've already had some fun games. I hope you put some money, if you're able to bet, on the Ducks last game. And maybe you'll put some money on the Ducks this coming weekend. And, hey, football's in full swing as well. So either check out Bet Online on your laptop or on your mobile device. Bet Online is where the game starts, and Bet Online is the official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, please gamble responsibly. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason JD Hernandez. I'm the host. And. I've been covering minor league hockey for a long time, and I've always loved covering the minor leagues. I think it's a blast. I think it's great. I mean, I'll I'll go more on that soapbox a little bit later about minor leagues. All right, let's talk forwards. There's a plethora of forwards we've got to talk about with the goals. And let's start off with, actually, numerical order. Let's start off with one of the young studs of the San Diego goals. A lot of people love Braden Tracy. I I think very highly of Braden Tracy. I think he's one of those players that could wind up with Anaheim later on. He's still young. He just turned 21, folks. Yeah, keep in mind that he was 20 when he played with San Diego last season. He still got a little bit of develop, developing to do. He's also bulked up a little bit. Yeah, love to see that. Braden Tracy looked pretty good in the preseason in Anaheim. I thought he would have a chance to make the team, but some other veteran guys in Anaheim, I guess, pushed him out. So Braden Tracy, last season, had a pretty good campaign with the San Diego Goals. Now we also have Jacob Perot. Jacob Perot is back with the San Diego Goals. Hey, He's only 20 years old. Jacob Perot, the author of that nice little lacrosse goal at Mechanics Bank Arena in Bakersfield, California. Jacob Perot, I think he could 
score another lacrosse goal. Yeah, give me more Michigan goals. So Jacob Perot, actually Perot and Tracy could both pull off Michigan goals. They've got some of the slickest mitts this side of the Mississippi. What I like about both of their games is the creativity. When you put Braden Tracy and Jacob Perot on a line together, Tracy being a left winger and Perot being a right winger, you're going to have a lot of really good puck movement, and it is not going to be stagnant, especially when you have those two on the power play. I would hope that they're on a line together more often than not, and I would expect both of them to be on the first power play unit with the San Diego goals. They're they're creative. Oh, one other aspect that I actually need to mention is that they're good on the forecheck. They know how to get the puck moving, but they also know how to keep the puck in their offensive zone. When you have defensemen on the other side just kind of flubbing around and not sure when to leave behind the net, Tracy and Perot, they had they were getting better at the forecheck as the season went on. I know that wasn't exactly a strength of theirs, but it's becoming a strength. So I can't wait to see these two really tear it up this coming season. And I kind of skipped over Josh Lapina at center. Lapina, another young and only 21 years old. Lapina is a, he's a smart player. He's going to be eventually a very good top nine top actually i'd go as far as saying top six but right now he's a good top nine guy so josh lapina at center then we have the steady veteran the former henderson silver knight former captain ish daniel regan daniel regan is a big time scorer so look for him to really make some noise this season then we got dmitry osipov He's back. He's playing at right wing. Can't wait to see him really tear it up with the goals this season. Then we have Bryce Kindop. Bryce Kindop was kind of a late round pick. And to me, I think two years ago, I would have said he's a tweener kind of guy between the ECHL and the AHL. Kindop, has made, he's made himself a good bottom six guy for the San Diego goals. He's a terrific player. He's perfectly fine. Then we have Brent Gates Jr. Center. And this next name, I'm going to just say it right now. I was very happy to see La Mirada native Chase DeLeo back with the San Diego goals, not wearing number seven. Number seven right now is Braden Tracy. Chase DeLeo wearing number 19 with the San Diego goals. That was a little surprising to me that Chase DeLeo said, you know what, I'm fine wearing 19. So that's the number he got. He was an alternate captain here in San Diego a couple seasons ago. He's expected to be an alternate captain this season with the San Diego goals. Then we have a former Stockton Heat player, Glenn Gaudin, another veteran player. A lot of pretty decent veteran guys to go along with the youth. Glenn Gaudin, he's a bruiser. What more can you say? Then Blake McLaughlin is back in San Diego. Along with Justin Kirkland. Justin Kirkland, he's a pest. Justin Kirkland is the kind of guy that will piss opposing teams off. He'll piss them off just... Mm. When he was with Stockton, I, I, I did not like him. Just because 
he would get under player skin and he would do this with regularity. Maybe not as much of a pest in the sense of a Corey Perry, but a pest in the sense that he will get under your skin, but he'll do it in a way that will just really piss you off and really take more of a backseat role. Like Corey Perry, he was more of a piss you off, but he would also score a hat trick. Glenn Gaudin would piss you off, but he'd also fight. And he'd also be a supporting role that would just get apples left and right, which is kind of his game in Stockton. Yeah, but if you're a San Diego Goals fan, you'll be thrilled to have him on your team because Stockton fans were super happy to have Kirkland around. And now that they're not in Stockton anymore, thank goodness. (laughs) He'll look to be that guy in San Diego that can drop the mitts if he has to. If he has to, he will drop the mitts. Think think a little mix of there's some aspects of Corey Perry, but there's also some aspects of former goals captain Sam Carrick in his game. That's a name that Ducks and goals fans love. Justin Kirkland does have a little bit of that Sam Carrick in him, or maybe Sam Carrick has a little bit of that, of that Kirkland in him. You can go either way. Bo Grew. Bo knows goals. Bo knows points. Bo knows hockey. Benoit Olivier Grew, or as I like to call him, Bo Grew, he's back with the San Diego goals. Yeah! Yeah, I'm excited about seeing him play. Same with Logan Nyhoff. Logan is back with San Diego. He had a few games with the goals last season. And next on this list, actually, we're going to leave the last name off because Ben King is not going to make the opening night, I guess, roster. So, I mean, there's some news there, but Ben King will likely be left off. He will be healthy scratched. So technically the last name on this list is the former defenseman converted to right wing Hunter Drew. You know, there is some, there's some heavy hitting on this front line. The goals are kind of going the route of let's get some guys that are skilled, but at the same time, let's get guys that are skilled that can also pummel you on the forecheck or can pummel you in the neutral zone. Hunter Drew is not afraid to hit or be hit, but he can also score some goals for you. So once again, let's go down the roster one more time. Just last names, goalies, Dostal and Erickson Eck. Your defensemen, Strand, Hellison, Anderson, Profaka, Bruyard, Healy, and Joel Levy. Then your forwards, Tracy, Lapina, Perot, O'Regan, Osipov, Kindop, Gates Jr., DeLeo, Gaudan, McLaughlin, Kirkland, Grew, Nyhov, and Drew. Notice there's a name missing from there. Yeah, there's a big name missing from there that I thought was going to get signed, but he wasn't. We'll talk about that and more on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez on this final segment of episode number 607 on the audio side. How about that? All right, so 
I had briefly mentioned that there was at least one name that I was surprised that was left off. Actually, make that two. I'll explain why. So, I noticed that there was a couple of guys that went to Tulsa, and honestly, I was kind of surprised by it. And there was one guy I thought didn't deserve to be sent down. And let's start off with the first guy that was sent down to Tulsa, Max Galode. Max Galode is, he's been like one of those forwards that's been a tweener between the ECHL and the AHL. I get that. And Galode had a handful of games with the San Diego goals last season. I would say he's, he's got a pretty decent shot. Yeah, I, I like his game. He played 18 games with the goals last season. Scored one goal. All right, fine. He scored one goal the previous season, but spent most of his time in Tulsa last year. The one that did surprise me, well, one of them that surprised me, was Evan Winger. I was a little bit surprised that he got sent down to the ECHL because I thought he was terrific with the San Jose Barracuda last season. He had 24 points. He had 12 goals with the Barracuda last season in a role where I think he was being a little bit misused in San Jose. But then again, that whole Barracuda team last season was a hot mess. It was hot garbage. And even when he started in San Jose, like he's he was good. You know, 11 goals his first season with the Barracuda. Last season, 12 goals. Like, he can get you double-digit goals in the American Hockey League. I mean, yes, part of me is like, yeah, he's an L.A. native. I mean, he's he's a SoCal guy through and through. And he was looking forward to playing in SoCal. But no, he's being sent off to Tulsa, Oklahoma to play for the ECHL, which is a shame. I don't want to say they did him dirty there. I'm not going to say that. But I feel like like he didn't deserve that. He had a good outing in Ducks training camp. He had a he had a good outing in goals training camp. I thought that he was going to like I really honestly thought he was going to make the team. Yeah, he I was like no way. No way, no way. And I know John felt the same way. I was like, "Wow. Really? Winger's going down?" Like, that surprised me. I hope he'll be back with the goals at some point this season because I don't think he deserves that. I think he's better than... I think he's better than most people think. But, hey, Evans being sent down to Tulsa, you know, that is what it is. The other guy that is not on the roster, and I'm surprised he didn't make the Ducks roster either, Rocco Grimaldi. I talked about Rocco Grimaldi on the Meet the Ducks podcast earlier this week where I thought he did enough to make the Ducks team, and he didn't. So then there was the rumor that the Ducks are trying to work something out to get him signed and possibly get him an AHL contract with the San Diego Goals. Unfortunately, it appears that has not happened. So Rocco Grimaldi is nowhere on the Ducks roster. He is nowhere on the Goals roster. As of right now, he's a free agent. He can sign with any AHL team he wants. I mean, he could he could wind up playing in San Diego again. For all we know, he could go down to Ontario. Boy, that would tick off the goals, fans. Or he could wind up with the Springfield Thunderbirds. Or maybe, I don't know, watch him end up with the Colorado Eagles. 
I'm just spouting off random AHL teams now. Who knows? He could wind up with the Calgary Wranglers. And let's go really random. He could be with the Hershey Bears. Yeah, that could happen. But the fact that Rocco Grimaldi didn't even get an AHL deal with the San Diego Gulls, that feels like a little bit of a misstep right there. As far, Not as far as the Ducks. Like, the Ducks are fine. But it feels like a misstep for their development. And it feels like a misstep for the team in general. But I think part of that is the Gulls already have a lot of veterans on their team. And now that I'm... Actually, now that I think about it, the reason he probably did not get signed by the San Diego Gulls is because of the veteran rule. That you can only sign a certain amount of veteran players to your AHL roster. Like, you have to have a mix of young guys but you have to have X amount of veterans. And I think Rocco Grimaldi just did not fit in any of those rosters and couldn't find a place. So for a guy like Rocco, he's got to find a team that has a lot of young talent, not many veterans. I mean, he could wind up... Actually, you know where he might wind up? He might wind up with the San Jose Barracuda. (laughs) He could, because they need veterans. So once again, that's who has been left off the roster. And that's my final thoughts on the San Diego Goals. So, yeah, that's our Meet the Goals podcast. We have one more podcast this week. And there's something that I have not talked about yet. And that's the 21st Duck. So I'll talk about that on the next podcast. And I will also talk a little bit about just what's coming up on the podcast and the upcoming road trip the Ducks have. It's a long roadie. So brace yourselves, folks. (laughs) All right. Once again... Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. Go ahead and check out Locked on NHL. Make that your second listen of the day. You can follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Right about right about there. There we go. And you could follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. If you want to drop me a line, you could do so at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, thank you all for... Thank you all for your continued support. It's greatly appreciated. And I'll see you on the next podcast. For Locked on Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please continue to be safe out there. Be kind to one another. And ducks fly together. And that cat is back. The cat is staring at me. I got to get the dog to go chase him away. Have a good one, everyone.